welcome to Grit with Wisdom. This is the podcast that delves deep into the inner psyche of mountain bikers from all aspects of our sport in order to discover the tools and the tactics that can help us have more fun out on the trails more often. Our aim here is to help you understand what it takes to push our own personal boundaries in the sport we love from a mental and emotional perspective. Today I'm doing a bit of a bonus episode of the podcast since we have noticed that there's a lot of new listeners jumping on board of late, which by the way is freaking amazing. Makes me so, so stoked and grateful to hear that so many people are finding the conversations that we're having on this podcast useful and interesting. So today, for those that haven't met me yet, I wanted to take a moment to go over a little bit about my background in the world of mountain bikes, mountain sports, and coaching, and the reason I started this podcast. So as you may or may not have already guessed already, but I'm guessing it was the former, I'm originally from Australia. I grew up in country Victoria there riding bikes, but I never really got serious about riding mountain bikes until I was in my early 20s. That was eight or nine years ago now. Back then, brought this awesome bike, started going biking all the time, loved it. Used to crash all the time, used to have sore wrists all the time, thought this, that was just part of biking. Wasn't until I moved to New Zealand and got inspired by the mountain life over there that I decided to get my first mountain biking lesson. Now, this is with a coach, a fantastic coach called Chris Milden, who is on, I think, episode two or three of this podcast. Definitely recommend listening to that one. Anyway, got a lesson from Chris down in Rotorua, North Island of New Zealand, and mine was blown. There were so many simple things, so many little things I'd missed out along the way as a self-taught mountain biker that made such a difference. My confidence shot up, and guess what? I stopped crashing nearly as much. Ah, so it was a win-win. From here, made my way down to Queensdown towards the end of this stint in New Zealand and became even more inspired and even more intrigued by all of these people that were out working in the mountains, helping people have more fun at their chosen pursuit. So one of the people who was a big inspiration for me and who I owe a lot to is actually my little sister, Chloe. Chloe is a professional outdoor guide down in Victoria, Australia, mad rock climber, hiker, snowboarder, all of those fun things. But she really inspired me because she wasn't doing a career for the sake of a career, for the sake of earning money. She was doing it because she was deeply fulfilled by it and she found it fun. So big shout out to you, Chloe. Thank you for inspiring me. So I decided to take a little bit of time off and try out a fun job just for a summer, see what it's like. Okay, so I returned to Australia, trained as a PMBIA professional mountain bike instructor in Mount Buller and then moved to Canada and got a full-time job as a mountain bike instructor and guide at a great company called Endless Biking on the North Shore. So a huge shout out to Kelly, Darren, Matt, and all of the other wonderful people there that became my mentors and had a huge influence on me and on where I am today. During my time at Endless and living on the North Shore, I'd stepped into this world where the mountains were bigger than any mountains I'd ever rode before, any mountains I'd ever seen before, they were also gnarly, way more technical, roots, rocks, skinnies, high up in the air, you name it, we've got it here. So as I progressed here as a rider in BC, I faced a lot of challenges, technical trails, high consequences, and some internal battles around trying to live up to my version 
of what I thought a coach should be able to write or how good a coach should be. So I was putting all sorts of internal pressure on myself without even knowing it. And obviously this pressure creates anxiety, creates worry. And this would play out in my lessons as like, oh man, Jack, you've got to give a really good demo here. You're teaching a high level client today that paid good money to be here. This demo has to be perfect. So I'd be overthinking it so hard. And guess what? Stiffen up. I'd be thinking about the outcome rather than the process of actually doing a good maneuver, etc. And it would be bad. It would confirm my belief that I was not good enough to be here. Got stuck in these cycles of avoidance and it wasn't a good time mentally. Okay. So that's just one of the challenges I faced in my writing. But I also faced challenges while I was out there teaching clients as well. As clients would approach similar mental blocks, maybe they're terrified of writing a wooden bridge, for example. We'd go away, we'd work on slow speed balance, we'd work on train awareness, we'd work on speed control, all of these things, body position. They could do it all fantastic. They'd do it great on the gravel road, great in between the cones. Soon as we got back to the woodwork, the thing they were scared of, guess what? They freeze up. That freeze response again. They didn't know what to do and I didn't know what to tell them. I did not have the tools to teach them as a coach. So this for me spurred a whole new journey. I went on a mission to find these tools so that I could not only help myself progress on the bike and have more fun, so that I could help the clients I was working with in a professional context as a coach as well. And what I found during this process was it was actually really hard. This kind of person, like a sports psychologist that works specifically with mountain bikers, didn't really exist, especially here on a local level anyway. So I reached out to all kinds of people from other coaches I knew in the industry to pro athletes I've heard of online, sports psychologists that maybe work in other sports like hockey, baseball, whatever. And it was this whole journey. It took a long time, but eventually I was connected with a great, great mentor of mine. Her name is Roxy or Rafaela Winchkunchuk. And she is a BICP mountain bike instructor trainer and also a mental skills trainer who is based in Europe. Roxy is also on an earlier episode of this podcast. I definitely recommend going and having a listen to that one. So I worked with Roxy and also a bunch of other incredible coaches from mountain bike specific coaches, to sports psychologists that work in other sports such as snowboarding, skiing, etc. And what I was doing during this whole process was I was trying to figure out, okay, What skills are there that we can hone in as athletes, as sports people, as enthusiasts? And then which ones are most specific to mountain biking? Which ones are most useful to us as everyday enthusiasts or to us as racers, etc.? So the past five years for me have been one big learning curve. Incredibly rewarding, incredibly hard work. But I've sought out a whole bunch of information gone and tried and tested it in my own writing. I've had numerous great conversations with my mentors, with my friends, and I've also had the opportunity to test out different skills, different techniques with a whole bunch of great clients that I've worked with over the last little bit as well. Now, fast forwarding to today, I'm at a point where I've distilled this into a curriculum that I teach with great success rates to mountain bikers on the daily. And I teach this in sync with the technical skill set physical skill set and also the equipment skill sets of mountain biking to really work on developing well-rounded riders. I like to think of it a little bit like a skills wheel, whereas if we have maybe a weak spot in just one of those areas I mentioned, we're going to have a buckled wheel. It's not going to spin as well. It might hold us up for a little bit. We might still get a couple of rides in it before we crash, 
that eventually it's going to fail. Okay, so the way I see my job is a little bit like a scientist. I'm going out for a ride, I'm assessing a rider, and I'm trying to work out, okay, where are the weak spots? Or where can we capitalize and provide some more strength so that they can grow more, they can progress more, they can have more fun while also feeling safer, feeling more confident. We'll go a little bit deeper into the specific skill sets and the specific tools I teach in just a second. But just to complete that story of my background. So when we fast forward to today, I'm now based here in Squamish, which in my eyes is hands down the adventure capital of the world and home of all things good and well. So if you haven't been to Squamish, definitely put it on your list. Definitely come visit, come for a ride with me. As far as the podcast goes, that is a pure labor of love that has been running for two years now. I started this podcast after a friend convinced me to start it. He's like, dude, you talk about this stuff all day long. You'll never get tired of talking about it. You should start a podcast. And to be honest, I was incredibly resistant, intimidated by the idea of starting a podcast. At first I was like, nope, no way, not for me. Anyway, long story short, I finally worked up the courage to try it out and I recorded an episode with my friend Simon Noble, who's a crazy, awesome endurance rider based down there in New Zealand. It's a big shout out to Simon for being my first guest. And it turns out we had an incredible conversation. We got some really good feedback. People got lots out of it. And I had lots of fun. Okay. So we kept going with it. And the aim of the podcast and my why, and the reason why I'm so passionate about it, is a deep yearning to help people with the tools they need to have more fun on the bike and adopt a growth mindset and just generally be more conscious, more stoked, more loving individuals, which of course translates to a better outlook off the bike as well. As well as that, all of the conversations I have with the wonderful guests on here aim to break down any stigma around talking about mental health, talking about emotions and feelings in the sport of mountain biking and in life as a whole. So I'm incredibly lucky to be here learning a whole bunch every time I get the opportunity to speak to a high level or just a super interesting person within the world of mountain biking or mountain sports. And I feel incredibly grateful that I get to share those conversations, those learnings, those tools with you as well. So as well as the podcast, as many of you may or may not know, I also run my own skills coaching company here in Squamish, which is called The Mind Mountain. And we help mountain bikers of all skill levels and all backgrounds gain confidence and have more fun. We do this by combining specific mental skills training with technique-based coaching on the trails here in Squamish. So as I mentioned earlier, my whole teaching philosophy is centered around the idea of incremental progression. In order to feel a steady, consistent growth as a rider, which by the way, I think is the key to keeping it fun, we need to take lots of little steps towards our goals rather than taking steps that are too big, okay? For sure, we set our big outcomes that may be way out here in the future, then we pick lots of little steps, lots of little processes along the way that are gonna help point us towards those outcomes. If we maybe take a more destructive approach towards our progression, we're going to take some big steps for sure. We're going to see some great big leaps in progression, but it's going to be done with more of a huck and hope attitude, more of a just send it, don't listen to your intuition attitude. And with that, as you can probably guess, or as you've maybe experienced in the past, this often leads with some big 
completely avoidable setbacks along the way. Okay, so definitely not an approach I look to take with my own writing or with any of my students. So using that incremental progression approach, I'll work with writers to set appropriate goals, making sure they are intrinsically motivated, which means making sure our reason, our why for doing something is coming from within. We want to do it because we think it will be a fun goal, a fun thing, a fun feature that will challenge our skill set. We truly believe we can do it and we really want to do it for ourselves and not for any reason external to us. We're not trying to impress our bodies. We're not trying to get a sweet shot just for Instagram. We're not trying to come second at the race because we feel like we should be able to come second or we're not only riding double black trails because we feel like we're too good to ride anything else. We're choosing goals that excite us, that stretch us, but don't stress us. Okay, that's always the start. From there, we'll head out onto the trails. We'll learn the foundation skills of mountain biking if we've never learned them before. And if we've been riding from years, we'll always check back in, see if there's anything we can tweak, see if there's anything we can make even better. This is going to turn us into a more solid rider. So we'll be working on things like positioning, braking, terrain awareness, while also working on reducing pressure or anxiety that creates interference and reduces our ability to access our full skill set. Okay, so some of the tools we'll commonly use are one, a mental skills journal, which if you haven't heard of before, I definitely recommend going over to my YouTube channel at Jake Johnstone and checking out. This mental skills journal allows writers to into a highest pressure situation like a race, a group ride, maybe a new challenging trail. It allows them to go into a situation like this knowing that they have a plan and they hold the keys. They are in control. They have the ability to refocus. We'll also dive deep into powerful tools like breath work and visualization processes, which if combined into a practical process that riders actually understand how to implement on the bike in the heat of the moment, this can help riders get into the zone and then stay there for longer, okay? As part of that, a big part of my work these days is also helping riders build more confidence. I don't think I've ever met a rider that doesn't want more confidence, okay? And that comes in part from working on their technical skill set, knowing that they're using the right techniques at the right times in the right amounts leads to a big increase of confidence. It also comes from knowing that they have their equipment set up dialed and that they have the physical strength, agility, and cardio to go out there and get the job done. But the biggest opportunity for building confidence outside of these practical spheres lies in the mental side of things. And it's here that I guide riders in building self-belief by first building habits around reflecting on their wins and what they're already doing well on the bike. So we shift their mindset from ruminating on what's not happening for them or maybe what they're messed up, what they're not doing well, what they're not good at. We shift it to what is happening for them and what they can do to keep getting better, okay? And it's this self-belief that then gives them the courage to actually try new things on the bike. And as we try more and more new things on the bike and these positive experiences start to compound, this is what results in huge boosts of self-confidence. But we can't get to the confidence piece until we've mastered the habit of building self-belief and reflecting on our wins first. So it's powerful stuff and I could talk about this all day, but the best place to talk about this stuff is on the trails where we can actually put all of these concepts down onto the bike and into practice. 
a favorite quote of mine that I got from one of my mentors is that the supreme power in this life is action. And I truly, truly believe that it plays out in our mountain biking every day. So that's a quick little dive into who I am, what I do, and why I'm so passionate about mountain biking and mindset. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, you can check me out on Instagram at the underscore mind underscore mountain. You can check me out and watch some more training videos on YouTube at Jake Johnstone or on my website at themindmountain.com. As always, feel free to reach out if you have any questions and I'll see you on the trails. Cheers, guys. What's up, guys? Just one more thing before you hit the trails. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and don't be a stranger. I'd love to hear from you about any topics or any particular episodes that you enjoyed and even about any guests that you'd like to hear me have on the show in the future. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore mind underscore mountain. This podcast, mountain biking and mindset are all things that are very close to my heart. So I feel super grateful to be able to share these conversations with you. So much love to you all for taking the time to listen. I'll see you next time.